Hi, everybody. Cheryl. We're going a little bit quiet tonight. No special lighting. Just us talking about the hell of anxiety and panic and how right now it's actually worse thanks to what's going on in the world. Um, you don't know what to say. You don't know who to say it to. If you say something wrong, what happens? You're going to get lambasted or in trouble. And I'm not saying that anyone's saying anything wrong, but when you have anxiety and panic that is pent up inside of you um, and you're nervous, it's scary. It's very scary right now how things can be. And um, I really feel bad for people that are alone during this time and they don't know how to deal with that. Um, I've been talking with uh, my counselor as well as uh, Dr. J, who's not feeling well and isn't with us today, um, tonight, <laughs> but he's recovering. But when we were talking about what we can tell people to help them deal with their anxiety, um, they had a lot of really great tips that could uh, be helpful to you. So uh, one of them, and I'm sorry, I wrote them in my notes in my phone, so I do apologize. I'm going to cheat so I could tell you what they said. Um, Chris, my counselor, has had said that you have to focus on what is solid in your life and what's not changing. Um, it's what's in front of you. Don't focus on the what can be and what might happen tomorrow or how am I going to deal with it. Focus on the positive stuff like what you can control, whether that's just getting up in the morning or getting ready. You can't beat yourself up. You can't think in your mind that um, because you can't answer those questions right now, or you can't deal with that stress and you, you're just so overwhelmed. You don't know what to do with it. Just stop and take that breath and focus on what you can control. Um, I equate that to how I could never talk about my anxiety and panic. And when people would say uh, that they never believed that I had panic, it was never anything how I acted or how they saw me. Um, because the only time I'm really out is when I'm working. <laughs> and if I'm doing an event for a client, I'm very involved in that. And my focus isn't on what's going on around me. The fact that there's hundreds of people breathing on me and I have to wash up or any of those items. My focus is on the job in front of me. And if you can refocus yourself and not think about what's going on tomorrow morning, is there an insurgence? Is there not an insurgence? Is there going to be anything happening tomorrow? Are we going to be on some permanent lockdown for a couple of weeks? I mean, it's you. You can, well, listen, we're all a little bit edgy right now, but you can't control all that. So focus on what you can, getting out of bed, getting ready for work during the day. Um, if you're if you're out of work right now, like so many are, uh, what can you do? Be positive, whether it's draw, walk, because exercising, as Dr. J told us last week, is very beneficial to kind of get yourself out of that funk you may be in. And Dr. J had some tips as well. So let me get to Dr. J's. We heard Chris's. Um, if... <laughs> This is funny. These are two different doctors, okay? And they both gave me the same thing in different terminology. So Chris said, focus on what you can't control. And this is what exactly Dr. J says. If people can focus on what they can control, 
they will likely see that they control or influence quite a bit. Things may not be as out of control as they feel like on the surface. See whether you've got your kids or that job or a friend who just needs you. You've, you've got, see, and I'm selling stuff online. How funny was that, that that went off right then? I'm putting it on pause. It's trying to distract me from what's important. And that's us talking about panic and anxiety. Um, it's been bad. It's been bad for me lately. I, I mean, it's been very difficult to navigate everything that's being thrown at us. I mean, I'm nervous for my mom getting sick. I'm nervous for my family. I'm nervous for my kids, my husband, myself. Do I go out to get the groceries? Do I not? Am I going late enough at night where there's less people? Um, when you have that anxiety and anxiety and fear are like this, they're married. So they're usually together bothering you. And that anxiety can go to panic. That panic attack is your body going through fight or flight and it not knowing what to do with itself. And it's very, very scary. But I talk about this every week with you guys. And whenever we have Dr. J on or we talk with our counselors and they give us tips, it's always the same thing. You have to focus on what you can control, control, excuse me, and not beat yourself up about the little things and talking about it, admitting to yourself that the reality is exactly what's in front of you. The reality is that things are crazy and unpredictable right now. No one knows what's going to happen. Well, maybe someone does, but I'm just saying nobody knows for sure. There are no guarantees in life. Yes, there's God. And I pray every single day. And I'm by no means saying that we all should not do that together as one. Um, having faith is one of the things that has gotten me through my anxiety and panic to where I am today. I think for a lot of people, faith is a necessary part of dealing with anxiety and panic. You have to be able to lean on somebody greater. Um, doesn't mean you don't need medicines. It doesn't mean that you don't need help. We all need help. And taking medication does not make you less than. It does not mean that you're damaged or there's something wrong with you. Um, all it means is that you're human. When one out of four people have anxiety and panic, it's not abnormal to have it. Embrace it and know that you have it. And I know you're thinking I'm crazy when I say embrace it, but knowing that you have it and talking about the fact that you have it and putting yourself out there um, makes you deal with it better. And it makes you understand when you start to feel the things, what you need to do. Um, and I wanted to give everybody some tips if they're dealing with anxiety and panic right now that I've gotten from my counselor and, my, and Dr. J, our psychi psychologist that we love having on here, but is sick. So I apologize. Um, the first thing you need to do when you're flooded, because usually when you get that, and I apologize, my giant bulldog is, she drinks like a camel. If I can see, that's camel molly. Um, apologize. You need to breathe through the panic. See, Molly starts eating and she, and she startled me. She was drinking that water so loud and I got fearful like, oh gosh, where was my thought? So 
take the time out to gather your thoughts. After you do that, you need to breathe through the panic. You need to understand that I'm not saying breathing will just make it all disappear. I'm saying that being aware of your breath will. Take the deep breath. In through your nose for 10 and out through your mouth for 10. And, I, and I'm not saying that it's immediately going to save everybody. I'm saying that it helps. It helps when you catch it in the beginning and you force yourself to do that. Um, be kind to yourself about that. Don't think you can do everything without help. It's not true. Um, you need to face your fears, um, whatever they may be. Maybe it's just focused on this presidential inauguration tomorrow. It's going to happen tomorrow morning. You need to face that. If you need to turn on the news and get through it tonight and cry and scream and, and draw and paint and talk to people about it, you can do that, but it's going to happen tomorrow morning. And we all are aware of that. But whatever your fear is, whether it's traveling, I've been making myself travel. I do not travel well at all. So I had to take control of that fear and face it. And it was not easy. Um, Imagine the worst. Uh, that's another thing they said you need to do when you're dealing with your anxiety and fear. What is the worst thing that can happen that usually doesn't happen? And that way you can be more realistic with what you can do for that anxiety that you're having about that. Look at the evidence of what can happen and what won't happen. Um, don't try to be perfect, which I find funny because most of us that have anxiety and panic are perfectionists and that's part of our problem. Um, talk about it. If you don't have anyone to talk to, DM me. Um, we're here. It's very important that you feel like you're not alone. Um, a very big problem nowadays is, is people are on this island um, just like I am speaking to you guys. I'm on this island where I'm trying to talk to you guys and, and explain um, how anxiety and panic can totally consume your life. I didn't leave the house for a very long time. Um, I'm still not great at leaving my house, but I leave my house. Um, and I do things. I mean, I'm, I don't want people to think that I never leave my house, but just know that every time I do, it is... Um, a mental presentation. I have to, I have to make myself ready when I'm going to leave the house. Um, I can't do what I used to do, which is over analyze, which I overanalyze a lot, but meaning I, I had to plan every step of the trip. I've been uh, forcing myself to take some last minute. Let's just go now trips. Like uh, we went with the kids uh, two weeks ago when Texas got this great little bit of snow and uh, we went and um it was interesting because the kids, no one knew. I mean, I told my husband, but uh, once we got there and, you know, we had just finally after an hour and a half of driving gotten out in the snow and I started to have a panic attack. Just I was overwhelmed with all those emotions of, oh, my gosh, we're so far from home. Where's the nearest restroom? What if we get hurt? I mean, my my mind goes 7000 miles a minute. And most people who. Uh, suffer from anxiety and panic have the same problem. So it's hard to, you know, get, you know, lasso that in and, and get a grip. So being able to face that and say, okay, wait a minute, I know what this is, but I'm not going to lie. Uh, that was difficult. So I did cheat and I used uh, panic aid. I just grabbed it and um, 
I will put up the website so you guys can check it out. Um, and I don't have my glasses on, so let's see. Nope, that's Dr. J's. There we go. Sponsored by Pentagon. So you can check that out. I cheated and I took that because I know that it's quick. Within five, six minutes, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to come down. I just, I had, I can just take a sip when I'm not full on. I'm just trying to catch myself before my brain goes into that zone of full on panic attack, which is very hard to get out of um, once you're there. But if you get there, I'm so sorry. Another thing we do, we apologize a lot. If you have anxiety and panic, you'll notice that I apologize all the time. Um, and it's the only reason is, is when you have that feeling of you're inferior, inferior and you're taking time out of people's busy schedule. Am I, so I apologize for that. Or, oops, something happened. I have to take a drink of soda. Oh, gosh. You know, like I'm so abnormal. But uh, hyper-focused is another part of anxiety and panic. Everyone has different feelings. And if you feel like you're alone and you're the only one who feels that way, please don't. Please know that there's thousands, millions, hundreds of thousands. I mean, I don't know what the world population is, but when one out of four to five people now, now we're down to probably one in four, because as you know, anxiety and panic has blown up with the world we live in. Um, just know that you're not abnormal. It is so common right now, but we all need to focus on what we can do, whether it's pet our dog, take them for a walk. Um, animals are a great way to get out some of that anxiety. Like I said, take a walk. If you don't have an animal, take a walk. Exercise gets those dopamines up and it helps you feel better. Um, but some people can't be outside, so walk around the house, walk in the mall. Um, and you know what the best thing is? You need to congratulate yourself if that makes sense um now when i actually leave the house um whether it's I'll, oh i went out to eat with my husband or i go to my mom's home she's about 15 20 minutes away if i go to her house it might seem very simple to so many people but it's not for others um, so I, I, you know, I pat myself on the back cause I have to be proud of the baby steps. And one of my sayings I tell everybody that is that baby steps are still a step in the right direction. Don't ever give up on yourself. You're worth so much more than that each day, whatever little thing, just get up in the morning. You actually did it. You know what? You were thinking things were too much. You couldn't handle it, but you just put it down and quit thinking those suicidal thoughts and you just made it through the night, you know what? That is a huge pat yourself on the back as well. Nobody's ever alone, ever. And if you ever feel that way, please reach out. There's so many people here that care. I'll talk to you where there's so many groups on Facebook for people with anxiety and panic that you can talk with others that suffer from the same things. And there's no judgment because we're all in the same boat. It's we all have to encourage each other right now. We're all terrified of the what ifs and that fear and anxiety fear off each other. So you have to be able to recognize that and talk about it with not people who are going to blow that up and make it worse and make you 
more frightened, but you talk to people who can help you take bite-sized pieces out of it and absorb it like a counselor, like your life coach. My counselor, Chris, is it's taken him two years to crack through my outer wall and, and we're just barely through it. So um, it's important to be consistent in helping yourself. And I apologize again, but that's my Molly. She's my baby for nine years. She's kept me sane. Um, there's no, no one should ever say that dogs are not uh, therapy dogs to everybody. Our dogs are our own therapy dogs. I don't have to take her out, but I have to have her right there all the time with me. Um, if you feel overwhelmed and you don't know what to do, please text home to 741-741. They'll be more than happy to help you. It is confidential at the Suicide Crisis and Prevention Center, whether it's the local or the national. Just know that you're important people care. We get so trapped in our minds, everybody. Oh my Lord, we're so mean to everybody and so judgmental and so vicious and angry. And it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help ourselves. All it does is feed on the hate and the anger and it just becomes this big ball. Get rid of that negative. Get it out of your way. Get with the positive people. Pray Trust God, have faith, because we're not going to make it through without it. So if you need some help, like I said, text home to 741-741 or call 800-273-TALK, 800-273-TALK, or 741-741, text the word home. Um, we are sponsored by Panic Aid. I did make these products for one reason, and that's because I had to help my kids first and foremost. I didn't want them on medication. Um, I've suffered from panic attacks and anxiety since my 20, 20 years old. Um, I, I can pinpoint the dates, um, but it has stayed with me because I didn't talk about it and I was scared and I didn't want that to be hanging over my head as a reason why someone wasn't going to be a friend. And um, some people have used it to hang over my head as a friend. Um, so be careful who you, who you trust with your story um, of who you are, of your mental health and well-being, because not everybody cares and not everybody's going to be there for you. You have to know who is and who isn't. You have to know that you're not less than because you have a panic attack. You're not less than because you're suicidal. You're not less than because of any mental illness. You are less than because you choose to make yourself. And that's the hardest lesson for, for us to learn. And I just don't want anyone to wait and waste their life like I did. The, the decades, I never talked about it and tried to hide it and make it seem like um, it wasn't real. Um, but it was real and it, and it really affected and destroyed a lot of relationships in my life because <clears throat> I wasn't honest about it, but I don't want to go down that road. I just want everyone to know that it's never too late to look in the mirror and go, you know what? Maybe it is me, whether it's bipolar, depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, schizophrenia, whatever, OCD, PTSD, 
one in four people are suffering. Guys, we have to stop throwing at each other and embrace each other and help each other, love each other, pray for each other. We are one in this together. You are not alone ever. And I went off from why I created Panic Gate. And this is why, because I've suffered for 30 years. My son, who's so much better now at age 24, but when he hit that 13, 14 range, there was years of hell. And I didn't know any better then. But then when my daughter, Nora, she had some severe anxiety and it was drugs, 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 meaning prescription drugs they want to prescribe to our kids. And I, I just, I couldn't do it. And that's when I knew something had to change. That's when Panic Aid was born. There's Anxiety Aid, Panic Aid, and PM. Guys, go to the website, check it out. We've got amazing reviews. I would not put my name on a product or sell it to help people with panic attacks if it didn't work. Because how horrible would that be when I've lived it my whole life? I wouldn't, I, I couldn't do that to others. So go check it out. Use the code FIRST, F-I-R-S-T, for 20% off. Know that you're loved. You're special. You're enough. And no one has to tell you that, but you have to know it. Stand up. Keep going. Keep fighting. If you need anything, please let me know. You can DM me. I would love for you to try my products, Panic Aid, P-A-N-I-C-A-I-D-E.com or AnxietyAid.com. Both locations, all products work. Much love to everybody. And be good to each other. Be safe. Peace, love, prayers. We'll see you next week.